Hi, and welcome to LISD's Digital Dish. This podcast is hosted by Julia Frazier and Michael Vick, two of LISD's instructional technology facilitators. We will be discussing the latest digital innovations, dilemmas, and solutions for your classroom and more. We love Google, efficiency, and sharing information. Join us as we banter, debate, and discover the technology offerings of LASD and beyond. Hey there, this is Julia Frazier. And Michael Vick. And you are listening to The, the Digital, Digital Dish. Dish. All right, 12th time is charm. We nailed it. It is. Man, I'm pretty excited about that. I feel like our little brainchild is like really rocking and rolling. It is. It is. I, I really like it. Now, I will say we're doing something a little different yeah. We're not doing our usual exciting digital tool, oldie but a goodie. We're not doing those things anymore because, you know, I think we kind of started running out of stuff. <laughs> it's not that we started running out with stuff. We started trying to put like a circle into a square Yeah, we, we realized that sometimes we want to just talk about other things that's yeah. been going on that didn't exactly uh, fit that that mold like so. last week i really like that article thing we did where we had the resolution thing i think we should go f- try to find some more articles and do that more often yeah definitely that was cool. and erin was... integration retweeted us she did she knows we exist now Shout least... out. that was pretty exciting <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we uh you know it's it's about to be the first week of february which marks a big day uh, for us in the digital learning world because that is always now I know you're all thinking the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. it's not the Super Bowl. It is the Super Bowl of Texas Tech educators. <laughs> that is true. It is when we make the trip. This year it's in San Antonio. It's always been in Austin before, but we make the trip trek to San Antonio to go to TCA conference. Yeah, so it's the second week of February, or maybe like the, it's the first full one point five yeah. week. It's the first full week of February. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's birthday is on February 6th, and so this will be the third year in a row I miss her birthday. Oh, and no. She always, uh, I <laughs> yes. mean, you know, we're in our 30s, so it's like hard to really be. Well, and my husband's school is sending him to TCEA this year as well, mm-hmm. which should be fun. Cool. Um, so I'll get to hang out with Sean. That's yes. exciting for me. <laughs> the boys will get to hang out with Sean, and I'll, I'll continue to hang out with Nancy and the girls. <laughs> Are you guys going to watch Super Bowl? Are you guys going to yeah. try to get down there for the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, I want the Rams to win. I do too, just because it's not the Patriots. Exactly. I mean, the Rams are, you know, they're kind of a cool upstart, you know, high-tempo team, but this isn't a football podcast. With the move to L.A. and everything. Yes, this is not a football podcast. How many touchdowns do you think Jared Goff is going to throw? I have no idea. I'll fail miserably because outside of the one team I support, I actually know nothing about football. Oh, okay. So, you know. Which is the Eagles, which they lost. Well, yeah, but they won the Super Bowl last year. I so. wish on the podcast you could have seen the look Julia gave me. <laughs> it was a, the definition of a dirty look. I think if you looked it up in the dictionary, you would see my face making yeah, the fun. face I just gave Michael. So, but moving right along, Michael and I thought we'd talk about some cool things that we've done this yeah, year. We're just going to brag on ourselves. That's pretty much what this is all going to be all about. Yep, how awesome we are. Just kidding. Yeah. No, just yeah. some cool ways that we've supported teachers. Well, I think it's important because sometimes we go do some cool things and teachers out there haven't even thought, hey, I could do that. And so I think if we put our put it on the radio waves out there, what we're doing, yeah. then maybe uh, some other people will take us up on using us too. Absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and uh, kick it off for us, Michael? Okay. Well, um, one of the cool things that I've been introduced to are these things called breakout EDUs. 
and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story. So five years ago, I was approached by the ELA teacher uh, Beth Yonda, who's now a facilitator, content facilitator, and she goes, "Hey, you know that escape room thing that you did a couple weeks ago? Which the time was a couple weeks ago. I heard there's, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. I love the escape room. And she goes, you know, I heard about this way you can incorporate that into the classroom. And I said, wow, that sounds like a lot of time and a lot of work. And so I didn't really do it. And three years later, in this position, Breakout EDU is all the rage. Like yeah. at TCEA last year and the year before, like you couldn't make it into a breakout session. You, I mean, they were just packed up and they were filled really fast. And so um, anyway, so I started making my own Breakout EDUs, and it is awesome. I made a Breakout EDU for Miss, Mr. Simpson at Hedrick a couple years ago. He was the BIC teacher. And he, his students, I mean, the student, the big, you know, behavioral, I don't know what it stands for, the kid, you know, major behavior issues, they can't be in a regular classroom. And one of those kids came up to me and said, Mr. Vic, which is amazing that he knew my name right away, <laughs> he goes, Mr. Vic, this is the most fun I've ever had in school ever. Oh, like, that's fun. To hear that from a kid, and and he doesn't even know he actually learned a whole lot of things. Yeah, breakout like, EDUs are really cool because they have the breakout boxes, and you can make your own breakout box right. if you don't want to buy it. But you can also just skate on over into the world of digital breakouts right. where you're doing it all on the iPad. I actually like that world a little bit more. I've done about half and half, half physical breakouts, half digital breakouts, and you have a whole lot more flexibility with digital breakouts. This year, I did a digital breakout for Miss Schaeferman and Miss Wheeler over in eighth grade science at Hedrick Middle School. We talked about topography, periodic table, um, some other sciencey stuff that I don't really know about. <laughs> and they, like they created the content, I just kind of helped map it into a, a digital breakout. Right, and uh, they really. They helped me out with getting the content, and it was just a really awesome day of learning for those kids. That's great. Yeah. It, it can be any content you want. That's the beauty of it. Like, it doesn't have to be – you can Google, like, eighth-grade math breakout and find some eighth-grade math breakouts, but you're still stuck with the actual eighth-grade concepts that that breakout is. You can come up with anything and turn it into a breakout. That is totally true, and, and you can customize them. And once you have, like, a digital breakout format yeah. set – then you can kind of remove content and put in other yeah. content that you want in there. Exactly. Like I have my go-tos, this digital puzzle. I have like Google Voice, uh, some go-tos that I use that I can consistently use. So once I, once I have that learning, it's great for the digital breakout for that thing, but it's also great just to use on its own for other things. It's a great way to make assessments more fun and more engaging. Yeah, I would agree 100% with that. So break out today. Yeah, contact <laughs> us if you want to break out. Um, something neat uh, that actually the entire elementary ITF team did this, this year, and we are continuing it. We're going to do it every nine weeks. But Julia was the leader. Uh, yes, it was my brainchild. It was. She, she, she's modest, but this was all her. <laughs> it was my brainchild, but we gave out I Statement Awards. You should get an so, I Statement Award for this idea. Ooh, it was great. We we kind of talked about how there are so many great educators on our campuses that really just embrace digital learning and have have a passion for it. We wanted to shout out those educators, um, and we also wanted to tie the work that they're doing to our four pillars, our four cornerstones in LISD. So each cornerstone has a variety of I statements associated with it. So we, we selected an I statement for one of our cornerstones and tied our 
our award to that. And we selected a teacher from every campus that really so exemplified good. that particular I statement. And the I statement was creating innovative lessons for for children. So we it was great. We gave them awards. We shouted them out on Twitter. We emailed their principals and the staff. And we had a, everybody in elementary had a, the same profile. So it looked very sleek. And we gave everybody little joy bots, which if you don't know what little joy bots are, the little diamond domino robots, and they're really cute. And you can find them. You should see Michael's face right now. I've never now. heard this in my life. <laughs> you, I have some. And you can find that on botjoy.com. She's literally going to get one right now for me to look at. I can't wait. Looks like something my kid would enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I saw you making these. Or I saw them, you know, early in early rendition of them. But you can hash, look at the hashtag BotJoy to find out what a BotJoy is. But the little BotJoy has the little Wi-Fi eye, which I also designed the Wi-Fi eye. I'm very proud of it. It's going to be on our eye. shirts. It's gonna yes. be, we're we're going to make some digital learning shirts. Yes. So that was the, the I Statement Awards. I just... I thought it was Hashtag a, digital LISD if you want to check it out. Yeah. I just thought it was a great way to highlight all the great work that our teachers do. And the whole elementary team got on board and we did it. For, we started the second nine weeks and we'll do it the third and fourth. Well, you know, sometimes there are teachers out there taking the extra steps to make sure their kids are ready for a digital future. And they're not exactly rewarded with better test grades, which is something quantitative that a lot of people point to as like, hey, do this to improve this. Right. You know, and this is different. This is bigger. This is better. Yeah. This is going to be way more important to those kids than a better chance on a star test. So, yeah. I mean, and we've got teachers who are really plugged into it and really get it and teachers who are, who are really eager to learn about it. One of the other things that I did kind of just – Completely 180. Um, <laughs> I was sitting around on a Thursday, and I wanted to go and help teachers. And I knew that I knew a lot of teachers really wanted a lot of help, but they were just scared to ask because they were afraid they were really far behind as far as what they're supposed to know. And so I wanted to reach out to them without like, you know, coming in and being, "Hey, you need to learn these simple things," because that's kind of degrading, right? I didn't really <laughs> want to do that. And so what I did was I made these tech tip videos tech tips with Vic and I send them out every Thursday because I usually have a little bit of downtime on some thir on Thursdays and it's a one minute video because teachers don't have time to watch 10 15 minute tutorials and even if they did they'd want to use that time for something else right and so I made a one minute video and I talk about various things that I, not all of them are basic but they're like cool things that you didn't know you could do I like to think I like to think this a lot like things that I wish I knew when I was a teacher a lot of things like that. Or just the little things that when I sit down with a teacher and I'll do something on my computer and they're like, wait, how did you do that? Exactly. <laughs> That's where I get 100% of my ideas. <laughs> I don't know that you could do that with your computer. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I'll, I'll, I'll teach them some quick things um, with Tech Tips with Vic. And I've kept it going every Thursday. They're really helpful. Them. Plus he has a very cool little Bitmoji I do. Yeah. Yeah. It. So there's a uh, there's a Bitmoji of this guy, of myself, a Bitmoji of me struggling on a computer. And so I just took that and erased all the 
weird letters and put in some other. It's you just have to watch it. <laughs> it I'm like I'm giving a really bad job describing what it is. So you can just go watch it. Just go hash or at ITF Vic and there's tons there's tons of them there. They're great. They're quick and to the point, and you'll learn a lot from them. Yeah. So check it out. And I'm I'm one of my most proud things I'm doing this year. Oh, that's awesome. Recently, I had the opportunity with the help of Kathy Fields, who is a, another elementary ITF. Shout out to Kathy. She reached out via GroupMe and said, hey, does anybody want to do a mystery number hangout on this day? And for those of you who haven't done a mystery hangout before... Which is me. I haven't done that. Okay, so you could do it through Skype or you could do it through Hangout. It is when you connect with somebody. A lot of the times it is somebody who, like if you're doing a geography mystery hangout, it's somebody who's not located in your same area of the world or same area of the United States. You connect with them and you... The kids take turns asking yes or no questions to try to figure out something that the other classroom is thinking. So when I taught fourth grade, we did one where it was a mystery hangout with a teacher who taught in another region of Texas because we studied the regions of Texas. And my students and their students asked yes or no questions about the regions back and forth to figure out what region the other teacher lived in. And it was actually really cool because that teacher found me at TCA last year and was like, hey, we were the mystery region hangout That's pretty cool. group together. Just wanted to say hey, which was really neat. So um, Kathy and I did a mystery number one where we were getting numbers that it was with second grade and it was numbers in the hundreds up to a hundred rather so they could use their hundreds chart to help plot it. And the second graders asked yes or no questions back and forth to try to figure out what the other class's so, like, number was. So they would say, is it greater than this? Is it less yeah, than that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes or no questions. Prime number, composite Well, number. they that's a little advanced for second grade. Well, I didn't, well, that's why I'm asking. I wasn't really sure where second grade Things was. Things like yes or no. Is it between 7 and 32? Is it even? Is it odd? Is it? Does it have a 3 in the tens place? Does it have a 3 in the ones place? Could they choose decimal numbers or no. fractions? Whole I numbers. would totally go there. Whole numbers to try up to, win to the 100. Game. So it was great. Um, the Cool thing about doing it with another second grade class in the district was We're like thirty pie. No, I'm still on it. No, I would totally do that. Well, you're not a second grade. Oh, they would never get that. You're not a second grader, so you're going a little off the rails here. Uh, but the cool thing with doing it with someone within the district was the kids already felt a sense of camaraderieship. Com- did I say it? I don't think I even said that right. I don't think that's a word. It's a word, but I don't think I said it right. Camaraderieship. Camaraderie? Ship. <laughs> okay, so no, sh- no ship, just camaraderie. <laughs> so the kids felt a sense of camaraderie with one another already because they knew they lived in the same kind of world. Okay. They knew they were within driving distance from one another. And it was so funny and, and adorable that Kathy's class, when we hung up on off of the mystery hangout, said, can we go take a field trip to visit them? Which is really sweet. But that's a great way to help. What were the schools? What were they? Um, it was Rockbrook and Donald. Oh, okay. So... It was a really great way, and it, I did it with my second grade teacher, Joanne Kleiber, who's a rock star. I love her so much. Did she get a um, hashtag I statement award? She did, actually. All right. Yep, she Good did. She She's amazing. So it's a great way for kids, whether you do it within your district or more globally, it's a great way for kids to interact with people that they don't know a lot about or that they are unfamiliar with and learn 
things about other cultures uh, and connect in a way that stretches their brains and allows them to think a little bit more critically about the world around them. You know, it's pretty crazy. I was um, literally last week talking to a science teacher about doing like a mystery organ or or some, some sort of science-related thing. Very similar to this. Yeah. And so we need to talk because yeah. I want to I want to find out kind of your setup and perfect. What, like maybe use it your what you did as a template. Perfect. Let's how see. many how many did they have to have ahead of time? Like eight numbers ahead of time or we did two. Two numbers mm-hmm. and that was plenty. That was plenty. How much time did it take? Ten minutes? Mm-mm. I mean we're talking second grade here. So we oh. did it for like thirty. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> and, and then everybody has like every student has like different jobs, like researchers and question giver, question this masters. Was the, this was the first time we did it, so we didn't give them the job specifically they had a hundreds chart that they tracked their work on and if they oh, thought okay. of one so everybody had something to do everybody had they something just to do looked at it yeah. on the chart okay and if they if they wanted to ask a question they raised their hand and they came up and we helped them ask the question with more advanced ones yes definitely you give them jobs researchers question askers even joke tellers in the dead time oh that's good yeah <laughs> the um joke tellers yes the, you've <laughs> got you've got the people that make the introduction and tell about their school or their class. So. Okay. Neat. Okay, well, we're going to have to talk because I'm going to totally do that. I've already got some people to agree to it. So. It's, it's a lot of fun. All right. Speaking of uh, getting people to agree things to things. So <laughs> we um, – transition. We um, – I, I work with two different classes um, working with iMovie. So there's a lot of uh, teachers who are very interested in film editing and I'm you know, I'm pretty good at iMovie. I've learned over the years how to do a lot of different things and – there was a t- and they wanted me to come in and give them a quick tutorial and I and I did and it was like 10 minutes long but really the beauty of this thing was after that 10 minutes I gave them time to play and learn and make mistakes and learn from their mistakes and how to you know do little things like undo and play things quickly and little tricks like that because they because you really have to learn it on your own yeah I could sit there and tell you 28 things and you remember three of them you know they got to do it on their own to actually learn it and so, but the really cool part was I came back in two weeks later to be kind of a consultant to oh, see, cool. yeah, and yeah. to see what they did and to help them, you know, take it to that next level. That's awesome. And I really enjoyed that because then you got the kids who are already invested. It was, it was really pretty sweet. And then I did something similar with uh, Ms. Jones's class too, but we went ahead and we didn't have time for me to do, be a consultant for everybody. So she just picked like the three best ones. And I took took theirs, and I've taken them to the next level. And I think they're going to be competing for finalists in the LISD Film Fest. Oh, well, hey, you know, speaking of Film Fest, that's a really cool thing that we both did this year. Mm-hmm. We're both part of the Film Fest com- committee. We're both very passionate about that. Yes. Um, and it was actually Michael Michael's little brainchild to have our Film Fest promo video this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we were sitting around, and we were trying to think of a way to get the uh, – Film Fest word out there for kids. We, I mean, we had a lot of entries, 470 last year, over 500 the year before. But we're really wanting to see a lot, a lot. Because we can handle a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. we have forms and we have ways. We have plenty of judges. We can get a lot. And so we want to see a lot of uh, videos. And so we made like a promo commercial video. To It is a, a parody off of The Greatest Showman. Yes. And that was one of my favorite things we did this year. I was the category of... <laughs> Animation. Animation. So I gave myself pop art makeup and I look quite ridiculous. I learned but... what pop art makeup was. <laughs> I really felt like a cartoon. So it was a lot of fun. And Michael whizzed it together with his 
iMovie skills that he talked about previously. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Hashtag LISD Film Fest. Yep. It's great. It was great fun to create it. Uh, I am always down for anything that requires me to dress up or that requires me to act like a total goofball. Yes. And I'm so, always down for things that require me to do some film editing. <laughs> so it was the perfect combination. It was a it was a fun time and we all kind of got into the spirit of it, have some really cool perspectives and transitions. And it was pretty fun. It, it, was. it was cool. And then this brings us to the last thing that we have. And that is this, the podcast. Yeah, we are really loving the podcast. So I just looked it up, and we have 121 downloads. Ooh. Yeah, so we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. I I think we're ready to like start advertising a little bit more. Yeah. We tweeted out. Um, I, sent it to my, I sent it in my campus emails. Yep, so do I. I love podcasts. I am obsessed with them. I listen to them all the time. I listen to them when I drive. I listen to them at the gym. I listen to them when I'm getting ready in the morning. Much to Sean's chagrin. And I am so happy to be part of a podcast because it's one of the things that I'm extremely passionate about and that I love. So I'm glad to have Vic here as my partner. Aww. In podcasting. Thanks. Well, I feel I'm the same way. I love podcasts and I, I think we make a great team and I can't wait to see where this leads. Exactly. So for all of you who listened and hung out with us today talking about some of our favorite things that we've done this year so far. And if you want to do them, we're here to help. Well, yep, just holler. That's what we're here for. We hope that you have a wonderful week and i'm just pitching this to to michael right now you know what our next episode should be yeah it should be at tca it should be at tca and we should do a tca recap one too oh that'd be good maybe oh, we could man. do it like on that thursday or something yeah we should yeah do it. planning on the go guys planning on the go you're, you're just witnessing genius right now i had already thinking that i was already thinking it <laughs> well i hope you guys learned some new words today that i apparently made up um mm-hmm. and you also realized that we are not under arrest there was just a lot of commotion going on outside two camaraderie ship <laughs> two camaraderie ship bye bye <laughs>